Are you asking God to do the impossible? In John 14, 14, Jesus said, you may ask me for anything in my name and I'll do it. Today we're having a conversation with Christine Kane, Cece Winans, Dr. Dee Dee Freeman, and Ashley Phillips on how to position ourselves to receive a miracle. Come on, join us. You know, I remember when I was starting in ministry, okay, I was as naive, I'm still wide-eyed and cray-cray. <laughs> I can't sing as good as CC yet, but I'm working on it. But the, the thing is... Um, stay in your lane. Oh, yes, yeah, stay, stay in your lane for the sake of the body. Nobody would be blessed. But um, I just very much took the word at face value. I just wanted to believe it. You know, I always say that... Um, that Jesus saved my soul and the Word of God healed my mind and renewed my mind. And so I was starting to get into uh, faith and re- and I didn't, I, I'm starting to realise that it's an active thing, that, you mm-hmm. know, that God and I, we can partner in this thing and that the, the just will live by faith. And um, I wanted to see miracles. I wanted to see the impossible. Yeah. And believe that God, and I thought, you know, God, you parted a Red Sea for the yeah, children of Israel. You tore down a Jericho wall. You know, you, Esther stopped a Jewish genocide. David with a little slingshot oh, and, yeah. you know, took yeah, out yeah, a nice. giant. Um, yeah. I think Caleb was 85 and he yeah. said, you know, I'm as young now. Yeah. I'm get out of my yeah, way. I'm going to go yeah. and get my inheritance. Like, I think there's all these stories all the way through the Bible. And I said, I don't want to have a normal, natural, boring, everyday life. And Lord, since Isaiah 55 says, your ways are higher than my ways, Uh your thoughts are higher than my thoughts. Uh Okay, and this is what I would do. So I'll give you two examples. I'd close my eyes and I would go, so I'm going to have the highest thoughts I can have. And so I would have the highest thoughts of what I could imagine. And then I'd open my eyes and go, okay, your thoughts are higher. So we're going to go to another realm and I'm going to think, I'm going to scheme, plan, strategy, get the best consultants in the world, which is what we still do with them, and get the best. And then even once they've all done and we do it all and do all due diligence, then I go, that's awesome because that's the best that the world can do. Now, God. Now, Now God. That's where I start having my conversation. And and so I remember that um, we were doing these youth uh, kind of events in our school's very secular humanist nation, Australia, you know, less than 2% of the people go to church. And so uh, you you had to find innovative ways of being able to share the gospel mm-hmm. um, in, in wow. schools. And so we kind of put together this, this little show thing that would open doors to talk about issues like bullying or abuse or just normal mm-hmm. issues and then through that share the gospel. And I remember and I said, no, we're going to get, um, it was this top company in Australia, a corporate company. I said, they're going to sponsor this whole thing. They're going to sponsor because the wealth of the sinners yeah. is stored yeah. up for the righteous. Right. This is how yeah. I said, right. yeah. so we are going to get this. Everyone was laughing at me and I said, no, no, this is what's going to happen. And so I was believing God. This is, again, the expectation that through a series. So people go, is this coincidence? Good luck. Right. For me, this is how I take the limits off mm-hmm. and believe God yeah. for the impossible. Okay. I'm this kid that knows nothing in my early 20s, you know, barely mm-hmm. saved. I don't even know which way is up. Right. I don't even know if Job is Job or Job. I don't even know. How <laughs> I don't even know. You know, I don't even know. I have to look at the index for er- I know nothing. I just kind of read the thing and go, okay, this is it. And so um, um, we're at this 
this corporate event and I said, I'm going to meet the, the top person. Everyone's like, you, you are not. Well, you know, 10 minutes later, I'm sitting in a chair like this, <laughs> becoming BFFs. I start just sharing my story. It just, you know, all you got is you and God. Right, so right. I say to people, God's got to make me look good because I'm not good enough. <laughs> I'm not CC. I don't have your lung capacity, man, even no, if no, I try. <laughs> and so I get out there. I don't even normally wear makeup. You know me. So I think so many times we want to put God in a box and that our life can just go so far. Our kids can just get so far. Maybe our jobs can just go so far because maybe that's all the education you have. Maybe, you know, you just didn't come up in that kind of a family. I believe God can blow the doors off of your limits. Every limit that you set for yourself, take it off. Unlimit yourself. Unlimit God. God can do the biggest, baddest stuff inside of you if we'll just trust Him and let Him use us. Ask big, believe big for your children, for your grandchildren. God can do absolute miracles in your life if you let Him. All I knew was this, the wealth of the sinners is stored up for the righteous. <laughs> That's all I, I didn't have like $2 to rub together, you know, like, but I had faith and I, I believe that God does miracles and that, that was it. And so, we're up there. They've got the whole executive team, part of the board. I'm like, nobody. And I'm presenting this, this perspective for what we're going to do in Australian schools and what's going to happen. They were captivated. Again, this is where I go, you go, is this a miracle? What it, Faith got me through the door. Mm -hmm. A miracle is what gave me favour with yeah. all of these people. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. with all Because none of this should have been happening. There is right. not one reason. There, there wasn't a, a bio, a little business card yeah. in the background. There yeah. was nothing. This was a Red Sea party. Yeah. That's the only way. And so I'm going everywhere, you know, I'm checking out the whole thing. And I said, excuse me, you know, like I, I just need a few minutes. And I, I went into the elevator. And I close the elevator doors and, like, press the stop thing so the whole thing stops. And I'll get down. I, you I, still, do I still do things like this now. <laughs> and I get down on the floor in the elevator and I went, OK, Jesus, you're, I don't know how else to say it to you. I go, this is all I know, that your word says that my eyes have not seen. Mm. And, Father, I have just seen the best that the world has to offer. Oh, wow. And Father, your word says that my ears have not heard and I have just heard yeah. the greatest strategy that the, and wow. nor has it entered into my heart. Mm -hmm. The things that you have mm -hmm. for those that believe. So yes. God, my eyes have seen, my ears have heard and you said it hasn't happened. So I'm believing yes. for exceeding. Okay. I, I don't know what else to say to you, but I still do this stuff yes. now. Yeah. I'm 53 yeah. years old. Yes. Yes. I am, I've, I've got a master's at an Ivy League school. I run oh, a global anti-trafficking organisation. Yeah. I preach in the biggest arenas in the world. But can I tell you, I still the kid that gets in yeah. the little that's um, thing. Even but now, I just why? came back from Brazil. Right. Same thing. I saw yeah. stadiums of people, yeah. 65,000. I went into the change room. Shut the door and went, God, your word says yes. that my eyes haven't seen. Yes. I don't know how else to say it I to you, it. but I've come back going, come I don't know what Red Sea's going to part. I don't know what Jericho Wall's but coming down, but it's coming. Yeah. That's all I have. So good. I don't know how you'll take the limits off, right. but that's what I do. That's <laughs> I believe you take the limits off of God the more you walk with God, the more you know about him. When you realize that he's all powerful, when you realize that he's faithful, when you realize that he's sovereign, when you realize that he knows the end from the beginning, you begin to take the limits off of him. And I love that you said that you were barely saved. You had just been saved. Barely, you know? yeah. So I think that shows Many power. people would have thought I probably wasn't still. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of sanctification. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
okay. You are renewed. I, I love that because yes. that just reminds us the power of childlike faith. Yeah, you know, like you, you said, at. you just, you read it and you believe it. Yeah. And, you, and you believe it by stepping out on it. And so I think that's the way you take the limit off of them. You know, one of the most recent things that I can remember about praying for is just my ability to go to school. One thing I never thought is that I, Dee Dee Freeman, would be graduating from college with a doctoral degree in strategic leadership. What? Who does that? I'm a girl that came straight out of the ghetto from the hood that's in Southeast Washington, D.C. that I, I mean, I've never saw this day for my life to be sitting here on Better Together in front of thousands or millions of viewers right now. It's amazing to me. But what I did is I asked God, Father, I thank you in your word that you say the mind of the righteous is blessed. And so I began to believe that I could have and be everything that God has told me that I can have and be. And when I began to renew my mind, to transform my thinking, I began to make new decisions and new directions came as a result of me knowing that I can be all that God had called me to be. And someone watching this today, um, I wanted them to see the reality of the story because there's so many women just think, how could I do anything? Mm -hmm. How could God use me? Where do I see miracles? Yeah. And we're trying to say, man, you're from the hood. I was in the poorest zip code. I had nothing. Mm. I knew nothing yeah. about the word. Yeah. But my faith yeah. activated action. Mm -hmm. The next step. Well, it's all we ever do, the next step. Yeah, next and step. then God does the miracle. Yeah. That's the whole thing. And you have to believe that God loves you. I think that's where people can read the Bible and be like, man, he did that for Moses. Wow. He did that for Joshua. And it's like, you have to believe that God wants to do the same in you, that God sees you and like actually does care about you and actually does love you and that the word still applies. And you made that choice to believe this word applies to me. Like, yeah. I'm going to believe it's Just why not me? This, why not me? If yeah. then, why not me? That's too many people think, think why, well, why would that happen to me? And it's like, well. And I think that's the key. And like, hopefully that's not? the takeaway from this episode. Yes. That instead of, you know, why would that ever happen for me or to yeah. me? Yeah. It's like, how about, why not me? Why I, not me? And it's not about me? his glory. It's about yeah. him getting the glory at the end of the day. We were talking about the whole thyroid um, situation in one of the other shows. I think about Evie. After that, how I, I, I begin to see God with so many other areas of healing in my body. They told me I had rheumatoid arthritis. My feet would swell up like wow. the cups. I mean, like, it wow. would hurt oh so bad God. when I would put my feet in my shoes. And I'm saying, God, what is this? I, I mean, come on, I cannot, I like heels. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I like heels. And so I had to trust God and believe God to confess his word and do stuff. I didn't just lay back and totally. sit there and say, okay, and God, heal me. Right. No, I started working out. Yeah. I started drinking more water. I started doing what was humanly possible because mm -hmm. I needed his supernatural on that to now begin to change yeah. what I couldn't change. Mm -hmm. And so when I went back to the doctor, they can't find anything about rheumatoid arthritis. Awesome. I wear my heels. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, but if you did it before, yeah. you'll yeah. do it again. God always wants the glory. He always wants And I think we forget that. And we forget. And it's like, uh, what can I accomplish? I need to show right. what I can do. And right. You're, you, that's nothing. That's nothing. To God. Yeah. And no. God will diminish your resources to where he gets the glory. 
really, we talk about miracles. We talk about all the things that, that God does and all the things that he does for us and through us and everything that he does is for his glory. He, every platform that he gives me is not for me, but it's all to bring him glory. When God is glorified, lives are changed. When God is glorified, our world is changed. When God is glorified, we're able to, to see his power and his might um, in ways that we have never seen before. So Gideon, you know, starts out with 30,000. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and God just keeps mm -hmm. taking okay, away. Taking away. Wow. Taking away. Taking away. Taking away. And he's like, God, what am I going to do with 300? Yeah. And he goes, no, what am <laughs> what I, I going to do? do? <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's what he wants. Because if we'll take the glory when it all goes great, then we mm -hmm. need to take the glory when it all fails. Mm -hmm. no, we don't want that. And we don't Man, want that. that. Way. <laughs> but imagine if we could stay truly humble in our hearts. I mean, not fake yeah. humility, yeah. not Instagram humility, right. but real <laughs> humility. And we don't need to go down to 300 because at yeah. 30,000, we've still got the humility. I'm just thinking how much more God could keep doing yes. in our lives. I, I keep saying, God, if you could entrust me, right. um, and I, I, I will continue by the, your grace yeah. to give you glory. Yeah. Why not mm -hmm. go places we've never been yes. in terms of the church, yeah. taking ground we've never taken, before, where right. we don't have to keep being stripped down to 300 basically it's to humble us. It's a renewing us. of our mind. Yeah, totally, to live in that zone. What I have seen my parents model when it comes to being hungry for the Lord and desperate for the Lord, um, that is really shifted or should I say shaped my understanding of like the importance of staying humble um, my parents have as long as I've been around my parents have been very blessed and very prosperous um, they've overcome immense challenges and I think that it has showed me that no matter like how great things are, like you still need to stay on your face and like be in prayer. They get up every morning and pray and they're on their faces and they cry out to God and seeing them do that day in, day out, not just when things are bad, but when things are good, when life's just kind of normal. Um, I think that has been an amazing example to me because whether we're aware of it or not, we're constantly in a state of need. <laughs> we're constantly desperate for God and it's because of him that there's breath in our lungs. It's because of him that we can move and do anything. And I think that's where a lot of us, when you get your reps, and I hope some woman watching this, like <laughs> for her, she, she might have to believe God for the next paycheck, yeah, for right. the next life bill. Right. But that's exactly how I started. Right. I had, yeah. I went out and it was, I was $60 a week. And out of that, God built this, we, we were believing God for gas. Yeah. Nick yeah. and I were believing God I remember we got married, we just laughed. He, mm -hmm. he had nothing. He was a Bible college student. I had just started on 60 bucks a week at the youth centre. Oh, and nice. again, we expected miracles. We, we would still oh. tithe. We would do everything we could. Yeah. Our right. faith, yeah, our faith that God is good, right. man, I'm going to do what doesn't make sense, right. even naturally now. I'm going to yeah. do what I know to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you story after story of that Nick walks into church one day, this woman, at an older woman at church, we didn't even know her. But she just says to um, him, look, I'm looking for someone to look after my house. I'm going overseas for a year. Um, and we were just about to get married. We had nothing. And this house oh, was wow. like 
a house, you know? Ooh. And um, so we end up rent-free in wow. not just a house, but a house, house for uh, a year. And then, then she comes back, she goes, you know, while I was away, um, I just felt that um, you guys should have this house and so we're just going to make... You know, anyway, did a whole lot of things where for just a really ridiculous price that set us up pretty much for, you know, the, and I'm going, you know... I still believe for that. I believe for that in every oh, area of my yeah, life. Every, it's, every but area. I think a lot of times we don't do the thing we know to do. We go, I only earn $60 and I'm going, so give six. That's right. how it starts. Exactly. Like I gave That's my six starts. and then on top, but people would go, but, but if I did that, but I think if I never did that, mm. I don't know that I would have no, seen the miracle here. That's yeah. Because every moment is designed to protect another moment. Yeah. Mm. And we have a role in righteousness that we yeah. have to play. I believe that. You know, it's like you sow, then you reap. Yes. Mm. Pay your tithes and the windows of heaven shall be oh, open. Man, and a lot good. of times we sit back and we pray for God to always do his part, mm -hmm. but we're not Definitely. willing yeah, to do our, our part. part. Totally it's true. like, get up. Come yeah. on, yeah. go apply for for a job. Yeah, yes. be faithful. Google <laughs> it. I tell everybody, just Google it. I recently asked for a major impossible when it comes to our work with A21. You know, we helped rescue the victims of human trafficking around the world. And there was a particular country where there was not a whole lot of raids happening. And uh, there was just a lot of corruption with law enforcement. And that affected how many people were being rescued. And I just remember, you know, I was getting the reports going, well, Christine, this is just the way it is. And I went, no, no, I'm going to believe God to divinely intervene in that nation, in that law enforcement system. And I said, until that happens, I'm believing that God is going to take uh, you know, someone that's actually going in to a brothel to be with what they think a person who is there of her own volition. And then they're going to somehow sympathetically, empathetically find out that this person, this woman doesn't want to be there of her own volition, that she's been forced to there. And he is going to feel so guilty and want to help her and uh, that he's going to end up helping her escape. And if the police aren't going to do the raids, one of the Johns is going to end up doing the raids. And my whole team thought I was a little bit cray-cray. And they're like, oh, Christine. I said, no, our God is able. He can move people's hearts. He can even move the heart of a John and turn this thing around. Well, let me just tell you, it wasn't even two weeks that that exact scenario is what happened. You know, too, I think we have to remember when, you know, the people who are watching, too, um, it's a difference when you're a babe in Christ and when you've been in Christ for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of times when you're just coming in, you'll see miracles and you'll mm -hmm. see so many things happen. Um, but then it gets to a place of us being where we're growing up in Christ mm -hmm. and, and it takes the discipline. Much. Yes. You have to put those disciplines in place mm -hmm. um, because God is growing us up. Totally. You know? Like with your kids, you yeah. know, and I think that sometimes my kids, they can come and sit at my feet and, Mommy, you know, you're awesome, beautiful, and then they want me to, like, do something for them. But at some point as they get older, you're like, you know, go, yeah. go clean your room. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's right. Right. like, I'm glad. But, but right. you know, I, I, then the flip side is you can lose that uh, expectation. I, I remember once the Lord... Um, was stirring me again, like, Chris, you've just gotten a bit complacent, a bit too mm -hmm. much systems in place, mm -hmm. you know, a yeah. bit too much disciplines in place too of, of, of not believing me. And we were flying, and I'll never forget this. I'd finished a conference and we were flying from Knoxville, Tennessee, mm -hmm. to come back home here in Orange County, but had to go via Chicago. Now, 
this was not a big deal to anyone else, but, you know, a lot of why we moved to America was so that I could finish Sunday morning, get on a plane, wow. be home Sunday night so yeah. I could take the kids to school. Like, right. just a, a small yeah, thing, you know. Yeah. So it wouldn't have mattered to anyone else, but to me, it was important. There was a two-hour delay coming out of Knoxville, which I was still OK then because I had a three-hour layover in Chicago. So my natural mind, this is all, it's still going to be OK. So coming into Chicago, um, the pilot comes on the loudspeaker and he says, you know, ladies and gentlemen, um, because of weather, one of the lanes has been closed. We all know how bad Chicago always is, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so we've been put in a holding pattern, which I hate those two words anyway, yeah. holding yeah. pattern. Holding. Yeah. I like, like yeah. personality. Yeah. And so, um, and then uh, indefinitely, so we're going round. I'm now starting to break out into a sweat because I'm thinking naturally, I'm not going to be able to get from right. my um, gate. So, you know, I'm running through Chicago <laughs> airport, chariots of fire. I get to the, right to the gate, but they've shut the door. I think believing God for a miracle looks like being relentless and being tenacious and saying, you know what, I don't care what people say. I don't care if I look crazy. I don't care what the doctor said, I'm believing God for his best. And I think it just, it takes being kind of tough and kind of ruthless, like it doesn't, I don't care what what anything else says, like I'm choosing to trust for this miracle. So I think it, it means being very single-minded. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think we can get a miracle if we're double-minded, if we're like, you know, all in faith and then we're doubting the next second. I think we have to be very much like, I've made up my mind and it takes a certain type of strength and desperation <laughs> to to see a miracle. And I think um, if when you look at the Bible and people who, who got miracles, they were willing to kind of do something crazy. Um, the woman with the issue of blood pushed through a crowd just to touch the hem of his garment. People cut a hole out of a roof to lower their friend down. Like, I think when when you want a miracle, you're willing to do anything, <laughs> even if it means you're gonna look crazy and people aren't gonna understand. So she's talking to the captain, <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden she puts the phone down, she goes, Mrs. Kane, the captain has said you can come on board. Oh, so then the plane pulls out, and the captain goes, ladies and gentlemen, because of weather, we are number 27 mm. for takeoff. We don't think that we can, um, we, we've got enough gas to wait in line for 27 and then come wow. back to the gate. So we are going to have to turn around, go back to the gate. So I've gone, this is us with miracles, I've gone. From faith is not fair. I'm God's woman of power. I'm on the power to God. You hate me. I dangled the carrot in front of me. I could be in the hotel now, but no. You made the. Okay, so how many times do we do you? This is I'm Elijah under the tree. You hate me. And then in that, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere. The captain goes, ladies and gentlemen, immediately fasten your seatbelts. We are being cleared for takeoff. Uh, we oh, bypass, we go onto what was the closed runway. Now, right, this only ever right. happened once, whatever, but the, uh -huh. but the closed runway, it opens, we bypass, like so, the plane takes off. I'm looking at 26 planes oh, that we were in front of. Our, oh, and honestly, goodness. I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, Christine, I, this is just, I wanted to show you, 
I can do whatever, whatever I want I to. Want it can be a closed anything. runway. Mm -hmm. It can be whatever. If I want to bypass 26 planes, oh. open a runway I and get this plane in the sky, I can do it. Get your attitude right. Mm. Boom. It was like, I'm good. So, so you know good. what? There's a ton of stuff we don't understand. That's yeah. right. But what he wants from us is understanding he's good. He'll no always what. do good, no matter what. Get your attitude. My job is not to try to control God. My job is to believe God. Yeah. And with that, we're better. Yeah. 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 That. <laughs> Father, I thank you that what is impossible with man is possible with God. With God, all things are possible and nothing is impossible with God. So whatever it is, Father, the, the viewer on the other side of the screen, whatever it is that they're believing you for, I pray and I come into agreement with them in the name of Jesus, Father, if it's according to your will and based on your word, Father, I say yes and amen. Let it be in Jesus' name.